Welcome to Living Simply, a guide to mindful living and mindful parenting with your host, Dr. Gina. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Living Simply with Dr. Gina Madrigrano. There, there, there you, there you are. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm Ben Barber. This is Crystal Tubbs as well, another producer on the show. Hey, Crystal. Hey. How's it going? Uh, good. Dr. Gina, how are you? I'm good. How about you guys? Wonderful. Thank you so much for asking. I appreciate it. Um, so what are we talking about today? Asking for help. So I was uh, inspired by a post I saw in a Facebook group I was in where the question was, what's harder for you to ask? Ask for help, say I love you, or apologize? And in that group, 99% of the answers were asking for help. So I thought, hmm, let's see about in my group and in my community. And it was the same thing. And I saw the post somewhere else and there were like over 700 answers. And most of the answers were asking for help. So I thought, oh my gosh, this is a pretty... Um, common issue and it's worth discussing so I got curious and then I asked my community and I checked the other groups what was the reason people weren't asking for help so I thought we could talk about that today and let it be known it was all women's groups so I don't know the answers regarding men but it was all women (laughs) bye Ben Uh, I guess these are coming back. (laughs) Maybe not. So what I did, Ben. Hey, guys. (laughs) I I compiled all the answers. So the statistician researcher in me was curious. And I found categories of responses. So there were reasons relating to vulnerability, um, reasons relating to fear, others relating to trust and relationship to others, low self-esteem, self-esteem. Some was just plain uh, learned behaviors, trauma, self-protection, and finally faulty beliefs. So, um, yeah, I thought it'd be interesting to go over some of the answers people gave, but was curious first, do you guys ask for help? Um, I ask for help more now than I did before. Definitely. No. (laughs) (laughs) So being a guy, (laughs) what's your answer? Why don't Uh, you ask for help? I... I don't know. I'm stubborn. Ah, that came up as an answer. I, um, saying, I feel like mine was like a learned behavior. Like, you know, my parents, I never saw them ask for help kind of thing. So yeah. just figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. I try to, I try to not ask for help as much as possible. Uh, I'm not saying that that's a good thing. It's almost certainly not. Um, but such is life. Uh, yeah, I definitely don't ask for help as much as I should. 
I didn't used to ask for help either. <laughs> was learned. Um, yeah, I didn't see people ask for help in my family, but different experiences that I've also seen with answers women gave, asking for help and not getting it. Mm. So it takes the courage to ask for help and they people say, yeah, I'll help you when you need and you ask and they don't help. Um, That's definitely happened to me. <laughs> yeah, so it, it makes you wary to ask for help if you people who offer and then they don't show up it's May as well do it a, by a mixed message yeah <laughs> um but a big one that kept coming back up was vulnerable it it's for some it's like oh it shows a sign of weakness um it shows that i can't do it um one that was interesting is needing help shows others you're vulnerable, so they're more apt at destroying you. So I thought that was a pretty strong um, response. That is a very strong response. That is not one of the ones that, uh, that I've ever thought about, but, um, but that's very interesting to me. Yeah, so I, the person who probably said that um, – might have been in an abusive relationship or that makes sense or toxic relationships that you ask for help and then they use it against you. Um, but yeah, also some of it was pride and shame that if you ask for help, it equals you're, you're not um, qualified, whether it's at work, right? Um, or you're not a good enough mom or a good enough wife or partner. If you're asking for help, that I should know it all. If I, some stuff came up, if I'm a mom and I'm married and I got this job, I should be able to do it alone or on my own and not ask for help. Um, fear came up a lot. Um, but example at work, if I ask for help, maybe I'll lose my job. If I ask for help, maybe my partner will think I'm weak or not good or so fear of rejection, uh, fear of being turned down. So basically asking and they'll go, sorry, I can't help you. Um, yeah, a lot of it too, fear of rejection. Some people comment, people are mean and judgy. So if I ask for help, they'll make, they'll make fun of me or they'll go, what's wrong with her? And mean, like, again, maybe this person was hurt when she asked for help. I don't know. I, I Usually people will help you or, or, or not, but... Most people are kind, so they won't necessarily hurt you. Um, one that was in interesting was I live by myself. If I ask a man, they think I should pay them back with sexual favors. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. It's sad, but that makes I, 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 I Yep. Yeah, you'll see that on dates, right? Um Oh, like you, they paid for dinner and so now... Like you owe them something. Mm 
some others it's easier to do it themselves, then that could be a control thing, right? Um, it has to be their way or the highway, so I'm just going to do it myself. Um, guilt, if I ask for help, they feel guilty. Some said they can't count on others. Um, some are scared that uh, they'll be an inconvenience, they'll bother people. Some literally said, I don't want to be a pain in the ass. <laughs> uh, Self-esteem, it's showing you're not capable, that you're not independent. So it's, if I ask for help, that means I'm highly dependent on others, which is not true. Some are sh ashamed or embarrassed of asking for help. Those are just a few of the examples came up those all made sense to me moving on <laughs> um, oh, now we've solved this problem yes yeah. <laughs> it's uh, more than just stubbornness right no for <laughs> me for me it's definitely i don't want to be an annoyance uh mm -hmm. to people when i want to ask for help I, I i don't want to um yeah that's that's a big issue for me is not uh is feeling like i'm bothering people um, and then also pride of feeling like I should be able to handle things myself. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't tend to ask for help, uh, literally even when other people are supposed to do things, when other people are supposed to be the people that help me do something, I still don't ask for their help, um, until <laughs> like I absolutely need to. Yeah. Uh, and, and then I become more of an annoyance, uh, which which is a crystal would you could you could you uh, vouch for that um i mean i haven't necessarily seen that in our kind of working relationship but uh i can definitely see you doing it based on past behavior how's that i'm just too much i'm too much of a bother i'm like ben ben i need you now ben you need to get this to me hey ben what's going on with this and it forces you to like you know react to it true 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 so yeah me too part i'm partly also <clears throat> worried to uh disturb people so yeah. even when people offer me like my friend richard who when the pandemic was crazy at the beginning i was a bit scared <clears throat> sorry and he offered to do my groceries I said yes, but I was squirming, like I was so uncomfortable. So I I accepted the help, even if I was uncomfortable, but I was very worried I would bother him. And I was like, don't go out of your way. If you can't find what's on my list, just forget it. And when they would go out of their way, I, I felt guilty. I was like, no, please don't go out of your way. You know, pick it up if it's on your run, but so yeah, the worry of bothering people is so still I, with me. Uh, jumping, piggybacking on that for a second, I have uh, two roommates, and one of them literally worked at a grocery store for the majority of the pandemic so far. Uh, so she did all of the grocery shopping for us. She was already at a store, so yeah. that is where we got most of our food, and she was already out. So she would go to the the bigger grocery stores once a week for us. And, uh, I am so uncomfortable asking someone for anything, even though I'm paying for it, 
yeah. um, that I think that I maybe have asked for four things since the pandemic started. So <laughs> from the store, like cumulatively, uh, you know, it, it, that might be a low number, but it, it realistically can't be more than 10 things in six months. Have I actually said, you know, um, oh yeah, what do you need from the store this week? I'm like, uh, like literally, like literally to the point where, uh, Dave, our other roommate has to be like, Hey, uh, so I noticed that you're out of body wash. So I put that on the, <laughs> I put that on the list. Uh, you're running low. You're running it's because he thinks you're stinky. It's you're not because he wants to help you. No, we're, we're I'm you know, just kidding. Uh, he's like, he's like, Hey, you're, uh, you know, I noticed that the toothpaste in your bathroom is, is low. So, uh, you know, ask for that stuff. And I'm like, I don't want to bother anybody. And yeah. I feel terrible, like not going out to the store, but, uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm terribly uncomfortable being forced to ask for help. Yeah. yeah I don't know if I've ever been quite that bad. I'm so sorry, I'm, Ben. Oh no, 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 no. It's bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I literally like, what, uh, what would happen if you ran out of body wash? Um, well, all right. So the body wash was a bad example. Cause we actually, we, this is getting too personal. We share a shower. So we have one. So the body wash wasn't the right one. It was mouthwash. Cause yeah, it was mouthwash because they have a private bath where they have their, uh, like toothpaste and stuff. Okay. So it wasn't, it wasn't body wash, but I could, I could very realistically run out of toothpaste and almost did. So what would you do though? You if I ran out of, would you go to the store yourself? If I ran out of toothpaste right now, I would want to go to the, I would want to go to the store myself right now. Uh, I have not been inside of a store since March. Um, that is a true story. I am uh, of higher risk. Yeah. I almost died during the last pandemic. Um, and, uh, but I, I know I would be forced to ask. Like that's the, yeah. I, I, I would be forced to ask at that point. So that is, uh, so, so that is that, I mean, you know, it's, um, it's one of those things, uh, Crystal, I literally, I had to ask you at the last minute on Saturday to put up something on, uh, you know, cause I, cause I just like in my head should be able to handle everything, but, right, and you're mm-hmm. literally doing something where you are in charge of doing that stuff but I, I didn't, I didn't ask you because I didn't want to annoy you until I went, oh, crap! Like I'm oh, only annoyed God. that you waited so long to ask. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So yeah, no, it happens. It happens literally all the time. I try to, I try to do five things at once, and then, um, and then, you know, I have to ask for help at the last second, which makes everybody mad. Yeah, so some people do ask for help when they have no more choice, like when they're sick yep, or they're pushed against the wall. But asking for help is is partly an, an act of self-love and self-care. It's not about being incompetent or not being able to. That's why I'm bad at it. It's, it's, uh, it's, I got it now. It's part of basically example delegating, right? Like... Um, I get my daughter to help out with chores and stuff. 
I won't say I don't feel guilty. I do, but I know it's a good thing. And it's not because I can't do those things myself, but sometimes it's about what matters most. So if, if, if it's asking a friend, a colleague, it could just be, I need a bit more time for myself so we can do fun things together. Or if, if you have a sore back, let's say, it's, well, what about not making my back condition worse? And then it's, then I'll be forced to ask people to help me all the time. So it, it's, it's not a reflection of our abilities. Although if we lack a certain ability, that's okay too. It's, you can still love yourself even if you're not perfect and don't have the ability. You know, if you have a skill in one thing, but you suck at another, who cares? You hire a cleaning lady if you suck at cleaning your house, right? I'm very, I'm very concerned with uh, the feeling of being perceived, perceived as lazy. Yeah. Um. I once hurt my back uh, really bad and then spent uh, two hours doing dishes uh, on, on a low sink and, and messed it up even more and got yelled at by, by Dave for, for doing that. And I was, I don't want to like ask for, for people to do other things for me. Cause I, I feel uh, like stupid almost like asking, like I can like, Oh, I can't like it it's hard to admit that you can't do something or that you shouldn't do something. Like it makes you it makes you feel this is this is just my personal perspective one of one of my perspectives, I guess. It it makes you feel like uh not worthless but worthless. <laughs> like mm. you know Yeah, it um, reduces your yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's something wrong with you. But, but it's, general... it's not a feeling when you think about it. It's a faulty belief. Right. right. You feel like you would be, it diminishes your worth, but it's a thought, right? It's, it's a judgment you're making. It's an assumption you're making about other people's perceptions. And I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but you know how some people have too much pride to ask for help? It can even push me to a point where it makes me angry. It's like, I can't believe you would rather fall than let me help you walk, let's say. Mm -hmm. 100%. Right? It's You're going to be worse if you fall. Let's say it's an elderly. Um, you, you could break your hips, end up in the hospital. Then you're really going to bother people because now they'll have to, have to take care of you. So let them help you up the stairs or walk. It's not a sign that you're weak or of diminished worth or value. It, people love to help. And when we don't let people help us, we also rob them of the joy of doing an act of kindness. So I think I, well, I can tell you exactly when I learned how to ask for help. And it's because, again, I didn't have a choice. You know, you kind of mentioned that. I I had a back injury uh, around Christmas 2010 where I, 
I severely herniated a disc and I couldn't even bend over to like put my shoes on to go to the doctor's office. And so like that, you know, at that point there was nothing else I could do. I had to kind of let go of not asking for help because Mm -hmm. I didn't have another choice. And so that was, I I think being in that situation, which I do not recommend for anyone, it's very humbling. Um, And it shows you, you know, people are willing to be there for you and to go the extra mile and put on your shoes, you know? So. Yeah. You experienced the discomfort of asking for help because you had no choice, but the outcome was so positive that it taught you that it's okay to ask for help. Right. Um, What's what's interesting about your story that you just said that that sort of resonates with me is that I realize now as we're saying this that I think that one of the things that I do is that if I'm in a situation where I need I need like medical help mm-hmm. because of everything that's happened with uh, with the H1N1 ten years ago eleven years ago and and uh, and some subsequent stuff since um, from that. I am, if I have to go to the hospital or something, if it's a medical situation, I am also, I'm ready to ask for help. I'm good. I'm like, yeah, do whatever you got to do. Like, you know, let's just, let's, let's get rid of this thing. Um, but in the, uh, I think that because of that, because of those experiences, like the, the severe experience, like Crystal just said, I am now so hyper vigilant to not be um, in need of help outside of that situation mm-hmm. that like, I don't want to, I, I don't want to ask for people's help uh, other than, you know, if I absolutely need it in, in that sort of situation uh, because it feels like you're broken and you can't, pictures like and you can't do anything about it and um so i think that i'm more hyper vigilant about not asking for help now because of those situations that had the opposite effect for crystal right (laughs) well i mean going you know having someone take you to the hospital is so in my situation i couldn't sit stand or walk for more than five minutes without being in excruciating pain so so there wasn't like a choice for me of either having help or not having help or going to the hospital or not going to have like, I mean, there's a whole story involved with it, but you know, that was from, I think it was uh, December 23rd to April when I finally had emergency surgery for my back. And so, I mean, that's four months, four and a half months that had to go through that. And that, I mean, it definitely changes your perspective. That's for sure. But I, I understand that, too. I mean, before that, I didn't ask anyone for help. <laughs> you know, either they didn't show up or didn't help or they messed it up more, I thought, you know, because you're a perfectionist. And, uh, and, and it is, it's what I was going to say is the right people will help you. So those who've experienced trauma or been in abusive or toxic relationships, it's normal you don't want to be vulnerable with these people and ask for help because the experience was really bad. So it's not the asking for help that's wrong. It's the people you asked. Right. Because the right people, people who love you, people who support you, they see your worth, they see your value, and you deserve to be helped. You're, you don't need to earn it. 
you don't owe people if i don't know think about it you guys when you offer help do you keep tabs or do you offer out of the kindness of your heart totally have a scorebook yeah i have a ledger uh <laughs> <laughs> well, um, if I don't want to, if I think I'm going to keep tabs, I don't help because then I know, okay, I'm helping. I'm offering my help because I have an expectation at the right. other end. So then I, I, I try to make the effort because in the past I would help a lot of people, but then I realized maybe I was helping because I was trying to make friends and it wouldn't be reciprocated, but it wasn't fair on them because they didn't ask for my help. Right. And so you you want to be sure on your end, are you offering help because there are strings attached or it's pure kindness that you feel empathy and you want to help these people. So it's not the act of asking for help. It's, it's literally why you're asking, who you're asking and, and to, know who you can trust and be vulnerable with 100 percent. yeah um it's uh i mean it's a very scary situation when and and i'm you know fortunate enough to not be in to not be someone that's ever had to experience this but when you've had a, a terrible situation like that and you're literally afraid to ask people for help um, that is, you know, being somebody who's never had to experience that, that is so terrifying. And, uh, how do you, how do, how do you get past that? Like when it's, when it's truly, when, you know, been a, been a really bad situation. That it's um, traumatic. Yeah. Like that trauma. it's traumatic. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that comes out in, in the process of therapy and healing and to learn to develop clear boundaries and healthy relationships because it was real that these people could not be trusted and um, they hurt them. So it's to rebuild themselves, their self-esteem, know their worth and surround themselves with the right people and basically be willing to experience the discomfort of asking for help and trusting that they'll be okay. Final thoughts before we move on to the moment of gratitude. That's I got it. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so it is now time every every uh, every episode we end with a moment of gratitude. Dr. Gina, can you tell us why we do that? Because it transforms our lives for the better when we focus on what's right with our world versus focusing on what's not right. Thank you so much. All right, KT, it's up to you. You go first. <laughs> Um, well, so I do this every time um, I kind of think about my back injury and my gratitude today will be for being able to walk, mm. um, being able to move around the world. Um, I experienced what it was like not to be able to do that and to be in constant pain. And I'm always grateful that I'm not anymore. Awesome. That's great. 
Uh, I am going to say that this week, and specifically right now, I am uh, going to take a moment to be very grateful for all of the people in my life that uh, are helpers and that I can count on to help uh, no matter what the situation is. Um, and I don't lean on them as much as I, maybe I should. Um, and, uh, that also can be aggravating to them sometimes. Uh, but I, but I do really appreciate everything that they, that they do. So I'm grateful for them. Well, same here in line with this, um, theme, I'm grateful for the people that I can trust and make it easy to ask for help and who offer help. Um, I really appreciate these people. So I'm really grateful for them. Awesome. Uh, okay. So if you guys want to get a hold of any of us, you can check out Crystal's work at Brave and Brave She'll help you, uh, put your business online. Um, and she is terrific at what she does. Dr. Gina, tell us a little bit about what you got going on with your course. Yeah, so uh, still available for free, my five-day life clarity formula. It's at womenofclarity.com. So we got a nice little, um, whatever you call domain you name. <laughs> yeah, because the other one became defective for some reason. Um, I created that course so because... When you don't have clarity, you don't know where to start, what to fix in your life, and what direction, what next steps you need to take. So um, I created it to help people find some clarity, and they can be part of the free Facebook group that's connected to that program. Awesome. I love seeing uh, all of the activity in that Facebook group too. That's, that's pretty. Uh, yeah. The, the community that's growing there is awesome. So please mm-hmm. check that out and uh, become part of that community. And where can people find you if they just want to reach out? Maybe they want some coaching or uh, to ask you a question. So drmadrigrano.com or the Facebook group, uh, Women of Clarity. Awesome. All right, guys. Uh, Crystal, you want to say anything before we go? Um, no, no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys, uh, both. Please join us, uh, every week on Mondays, uh, unless it's Thanksgiving for, uh, for our Canadian friends. Um, so please join us every week, 6 p.m. on 6 p.m. Eastern on Mondays. Uh, thank you guys so much, and, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Good night. For more information or to book an appointment with Dr. Gina, go to drmandragrano.com or click the link in the description of this episode.